0: And welcome to episode 13 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again on today's episode. Of course, we got to break down the Anthony Davis Lakers trade. Anthony Davis, the brow, he's leaving the bayou for Tinseltown. The Lakers, they got the job done. What does this mean for the NBA? We're going to grade the trade for the Pelicans and for the Lakers. But really... You got to make that move. If you're the Los Angeles Lakers, that's a move that you have to make. Only concern is, are you bidding against yourself? Because Rich Paul made it very clear to teams that Anthony Davis is, one, going to enter free agency, and also, he's likely going to sign with the Los Angeles Lakers. And really, apparently the Celtics got cold feet. They didn't want to offer Jason Tatum. Knicks really didn't have enough. Lakers, they... They they gave up quite a bit. They gave up a Brandon Ingram, a Blonzo Ball. They, these guys are former number two picks. Definitely not chopped liver. And then you give up those future unprotected first-round picks. And really, if you're the Lakers, yes, you're giving up the farm. You're pushing all your chips in. You're cashing in on these assets. And really, you have to make that move, and if it blows up in your face, at least you know that you did everything in your power to salvage the LeBron James experiment with the Lakers. But really, it's a no-brainer, and really, you have to feel good about it for the Celtics, I mean, for the Pelicans, and really, you have to laugh at the Celtics, because Danny Ainge, he's seen as this genius, this guy that made this Brooklyn trade— for Paul Pierce and KG getting all those assets and future first round picks. Well, what did that kid Danny Ainge? It got him a, a West an Eastern Conference finals appearance, a second round exit, a Kyrie trade. Now they're going to be in full rebuild mode. So last time I checked, this trade was superior because you're getting Anthony Davis. You're getting a elite MVP candidate. And I'm telling you right now, right here, June 17th. Anthony Davis is going to win the MVP next year. Anthony Davis will be your MVP winner next season. It's a wrap. He's got that in the bag and really for a couple of different reasons. I mean, he's already been a surefire MVP candidate in the past. He's gotten top three MVP votes. He's a surefire. He's a perennial first team, all NBA player, but if you look at it, he has the third best career PER. His PER is 27.4. Of course, that's a stat that evaluates overall player efficiency. And it accounts for everything from on the offensive side of the ball and he's third at 27.4. The players in front of him, number one all time, you know who it is. It's Michael Jeffrey Jordan, the goat of all goats, his airness. He's number one at 27.4. And then he's followed with LeBron James at 27.9. So you got two of the three top PR plays. Players of all time on the same roster for the Los Angeles Lakers. By the way, just want to point out, too, that Jordan PR, that includes his Wizards year. So that would have been even higher. You would be looking at something like 28-29 with the Bulls years. Michael Jordan, absolutely, there's no debate, is the greatest player of all time. But with Anthony Davis, this is what you're getting. With Anthony Davis, you're getting a player that has only participated in 13 playoff games, okay? He's only been in the playoffs a handful of times and played 13 games. He hasn't been through those battles. LeBron James is at 250-plus playoff games, okay? Those playoff games, the wear and tear that it takes on you is really – it's like playing 10 games in one, okay? And then last year, he's on a minutes restriction, and he just turned 26 in March, So the Los Angeles Lakers, they're getting a player in his absolute prime that's fresh, that has something to prove. Because everyone thinks that, hey, Anthony Davis, he couldn't lead the Pelicans to the finals. He couldn't get them deep into the postseason. But don't kid yourself. Anthony Davis is a champion. He won the national championship at Kentucky back in 2011, and he comes to the Lakers knowing the pressure that comes along with that, knowing that he now is the next in line to carry that torch of elite Lakers big men, okay? To be a big man with the Los Angeles Lakers, it's like being a pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers, okay? There's a deep tradition there. You go from Mikan to Wilt to Kareem to Shaq to Gasol there is a lineage of dominant big men, and he knows that he's got to get a championship, and he's got to get an MVP, really, to solidify himself as an all-time great with the Los Angeles Lakers. And if you look at Anthony Davis, we're talking a player that you're bringing in that's going to sign that five-year extension. So you're going to get six years out of Anthony Davis, and it's going to be a great bridge to take that torch from LeBron James when LeBron James hangs it up. So when the Lakers have had sustained success, it's when they have a combination of a young superstar and a superstar in his waning years. You see it with the Lakers. Elgin Baylor gave it to Jerry West, okay, and Wilt Chamberlain. They took it to the next generation. Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson entered the league when, and then, and then uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar was already established with the Lakers. If you look at it. In the 2000s, Shaquille O'Neal, he was the big dog. He gave it to Kobe Bryant. The Lakers, the way they set themselves up for success is this formula. And that's what's worked with this Laker franchise. And you got a perfect situation if you're the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, even last year on a minutes restriction, he was bringing you 26-12-4 and really, if you got an A.D. naysayer, one of the things they might say is he's dealt with some injuries. He's had some ankle injuries. He's had some back injuries. But look, all you can look at is the fact that prior to this season, we're talking 75 games in back-to-back years, averaging 28 and 11. What are you going to say about Anthony Davis other than the fact that he's a dominant player and a player that if you could pick, if you could pick. Any player in this league right now to pair with LeBron James, it would be Anthony Davis. If you had your pick of the litter and you could say, okay, who do we take to maximize LeBron James at age 34? There's no question it's Anthony Davis. I mean, not only can he score. I mean, they're going to be absolutely deadly. They're going to be lethal in the pick-and-roll. How do you guard Anthony Davis and LeBron James in the pick-and-roll? This is going to be something we've never seen. I mean, he's going to get dunked, alley-oops, he can pick and pop, he can give you corner threes. I mean, this is a guy who, who can shoot, he's capable of shooting 34% from three. They just trade away Lonzo Ball who shoots 32 from three and they bring in a guy, Anthony Davis, who three-point shooting is just another facet of his offensive skill set and he can shoot it at a 34% clip. So, they're going to be dangerous. And also, more importantly, in my opinion, it's what he does on the defensive end. And what he does, I mean, this is a guy who is a perennial all-defensive member team, a guy that was the first team all-defense in 2018. And he the switchability, his length, and he's going to make LeBron a better defender. Remember, Frank Vogel, he is hung his hat on his ability to generate defensive... Stops to be an elite defensive coach, and Frank Vogel to get more out of LeBron James. Anthony Davis does just that because with Anthony Davis, LeBron James can now go way up on his de- on his de- uh, on his defense. He can play his guy very close because he knows if he blows by him, Anthony Davis is going to be is going to be waiting for him at the rim, and just also the switchability and the rotations that they can have. And don't kid yourself, it's contagious. Defense is contagious, and LeBron James is a guy with a lot of pride, and if he sees Anthony Davis out there swatting shots into the fifth row, don't kid yourself, LeBron James, he's going to be pounding that floor, and he's going to want to show, hey, I'm also capable of being an elite defender too. So that's what we've seen in this league, and really that's another asset he brings, another strength, And now you see the Lakers, they're a 3-1 favorite to win the NBA title. So odds makers right now are saying, look, not only do they have Anthony Davis, not only do they have arrested LeBron James, LeBron James that didn't have to go through the rigors of a playoff run where they had to carry the Cavs on his back just to get beat down by the Warriors. LeBron's rested. Anthony Davis is rested. Oh, and also they're going to push that signing back to that trade back to july 6 which is going to give the los angeles lakers more cap flexibility and especially if anthony davis waves that six million dollar trade kicker check out adrian wojanowski talking about how they're going to execute the trade Salary cap if they were able uh, to push the completion of this deal to the end of july they would have up to 32 and a half 32.7 million in cap space uh, but if that deal's done on the 6th of July which is the Pelicans expectation now you're looking at uh, almost 10 million less in cap space that's the difference between being able to sign a max level player and having 23 I think 23.7 million and being able to probably have to sp- maybe split that up among a couple guys now you know the Lakers have a little more they could do and they could they could get more salary off but you know Kyle Kuzma you know, they're going to keep him. So really, now the Lakers are in a position they can go after Jimmy Butler, Kemba Walker, Kyrie Irving. I personally, I'm going to do a big prediction show. I'm going to do a prediction show, give you guys, call my shots on all these NBA free agents. I think I'm going to do that on Wednesday. But only when I'm 100% confident right now is I have Kyrie going to Brooklyn. That's a great situation for Kyrie Irving. He said in the past he's always wanted to play with Anthony Davis. And that's another guy. He's another guy that really should be licking his chops. I think it's a matter of pride for Kyrie Irving and whether or not he's worried about the narrative of how it'll look like if he joins LeBron James and Anthony Davis in L.A. But really, he's another guy who Anthony Davis would totally clean up his deficiencies on defense. I mean, if you've seen Pulp Fiction where Harvey Keitel, he's the wolf. Anytime Marcellus Wallace has an issue and they need to clean it up, he calls the wolf, he shows up, he cleans up whatever it is. And that's exactly what Anthony Davis does for your defense. He's the wolf. He can clean up any of your deficiencies. And Kyrie Irving... That's something that I would think about, too, if I was Kyrie. Because, look, Kyrie, come on, man. You've won your championship. Everyone remembers you for that big shot. If you just want to come extend your legacy and just win more rings and have fun playing with LeBron James, just go ahead and go for it. But right now, my gut instinct, I have Kyrie Irving going to Brooklyn. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis, what more can you say? I mean, really – they, they're they going to have cap flexibility. They made that trade. It was a no-brainer trade. Any Laker fans that think that wasn't a good trade, I mean, I don't know what you're thinking because you didn't give up an all-star. You, give, you gave up guys that weren't going to be able to develop under LeBron James. So don't kid yourself. I'm a big fan of Brandon Ingram, okay? And if it wasn't for that spontaneous upper extremity DVT, that was caused by that thoracic outlet syndrome with the blood clots, I'd be even higher on it. Because even though they've fixed it, just if you've had it once, you're at a higher risk of having it again. But if that's – I mean, he's a 25-point scorer in this league. He's a guy that can get to the rim. And Lonzo Ball, to me, before he went out, Lonzo, he was giving you 14-9. and He was playing that style of basketball – that we saw at UCLA. That style where he's getting up and down the court and he's doing 90, 90 feet outlet passes. But if you're the Laker fans and you're sad to see the young core go, and yes, trust me, we had a lot invested. The Laker fans had a lot invested in that young core. And you de- you never want to give up guys you've drafted. But it was best for them. It was what was best for them. And really, sometimes you just got to you just gotta let them grow, and they're gonna be able to do that with the new New Orleans Pelicans. So that is my next take. My next take today is I'm giving this trade for the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm gonna give this an A plus. I'm giving this trade an A plus, not an A, not an A minus. I'm giving it an A plus. Look, I know there's a lot of Pelicans fans, a lot of critics that say that the Pelicans should have gotten Kyle Kuzma in that deal, but to me, Kyle Kuzma, look, Kyle Kuzma is a, he's an older player considering that this will be his third year in the league. He's almost 25 years old, athletically, he's below average as far as NBA players go, and look, he's ready to contribute right now for the Los Angeles Lakers, and really, I think that you're better off getting those late round picks, those first round, those future first round picks, and the number four pick in this draft. If you had to ask me, what would I rather have? Number four pick and Kyle Kuz or Kyle Kuzma? I'd take that that uh, that number four pick and allow him to develop with Zion, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, because really, Kyle Kuzma is a guy that he's very streaky. Yes, he can get you buckets. But I'm telling you, long-term, of course, I mean, ideally you want Kyle Kuzma plus the picks, but even in that case, that's going to be a lion's share. But I think what the Pelicans did is a lot like what the Nuggets did for that Carmelo trade. So that Carmelo trade, that was a similar situation. Carmelo, he had one more year on his deal. They technically didn't have to trade him, and the Knicks gave up a lot of picks, and they used that to get to where they are now with the... Uh, with Jokic and Jamal Murray, a lot of young talent. And that's really the recipe, especially when you don't expect to contend right away. So another thing too is I think that Adam Silver just saved basketball in New Orleans. I think in the last two months, basketball in the city of New Orleans was on the ropes and Adam Silver, he got behind it and He changed their legacy forever. The Pelicans will now remain in New Orleans for decades and decades. They're going to be like the Saints. They're never going to leave New Orleans. And all that is because of what happened the last two months. Now, don't kid yourself, okay? I'm not going to be Mr. Tinfoil hat, say the NBA is rigged as far as the NBA draft goes. But we understand. We've seen it in the past. I mean, come on. If you look at this At this NBA draft, the Pelicans had a 6% chance of landing the number one pick. A 6% chance. And according to the New Orleans Pelicans, they had a contest for a season ticket holder to submit a lucky charm to the team's success. And the winner was Connie Halfin, who gave the Pelicans GM David Griffin a 56-year-old wooden angel. And... Uh, I don't think so. I don't think that was the lucky charm, okay? I think the lucky charm was the 57-year-old Adam Silver, okay? Because Adam Silver knew, look, Anthony Davis is going to leave the Pelicans for the Lakers regardless, okay? And... What are we going to do? We're going to trade him to – what are we going to do with Anthony Davis? We're going to put him in my biggest market. I can't afford to have the Lakers not making the playoffs again. And the way it looked, it looked like the Lakers were not going to get a star free agent, even though I think they would have eventually. And what does he do? You give the Lakers that number four pick, which is, you know, it's not the number two or three, but it's a little less egregious. At number four, and then you give the Pelicans that 6% chance. They get that number one pick, and you save basketball in New Orleans. Because Zion Williamson, he moves the needle, okay? Say what you want about Anthony Davis. Say what you want about Anthony Davis, right? A definite top three player, but he just doesn't move the needle for franchise. He didn't get him to deep playoff runs, 13 playoff games, And really, as far as TV ratings go, as far as media following goes, the Pelicans were last in the league as far as how small their market was being covered. And that is not going to be the case. When you bring on Zion Williamson, who else do you bring? You bring on the Duke Blue Devil fan base. Then you bring in Brandon Ingram. You bring the Duke-level fan base. You got Lonzo Ball. You got Drew Holiday. Big UCLA fan base, right? And more importantly, it's the style of play. It's, it's what is going to happen in New Orleans. Because, look, that is why Lonzo Ball, I know some people want to go as far as saying Lonzo may be a bust. You're out of your mind. Lonzo Ball, his assist percentage... For his career, Ball has a 26.8 assist percentage, a 10 rebounding percentage, a 2.3 steal percentage, and a 1.6 block percentage. No one in NBA history that's played at least 2,000 minutes has hit all four of those marks, okay? So that is a historic rate of versatility as far as You know, you remember, Lonzo has height. Lonzo can get blocks, he can get steals. And you pair him with Drew Holiday, you might be looking at the best defensive backcourt in the NBA. And it's going to be a sight to see. It's going to be a sight to see in New Orleans because they're going to bring it. That is going to be an exciting brand of basketball. Reminds me of, you know, Pete Maravich in New Orleans. Guys, like, it's going to be big time for New Orleans. But that's what you do if you're Adam Silver in the NBA. You bring basketball back into life in New Orleans. You don't want franchises going all over the place. If anything, the NBA has plans for expansion if you want to bring that Seattle team back in a few years down the line. But really, you got to keep Zion Williamson. You got to put him in a market where he can generate a buzz. And that's what he did. So don't tell me the NBA... Draft lottery is not cooked. I mean, it's about as fair as a North Korean presidential election, okay? They know what they're doing, and they know where they're putting players. And I know it sounds like a crazy conspiracy, like it's some crazy criminal stuff. But at the end of the day, it's their league, and they should really do what they think is best for the overall product. And I really, truly believe that's what they did in this situation with Zion Williamson. But if you're a LeVar hater, yes, today you're probably having a parade just like the Raptors. But really, you can dance on his grave all you want because it's not about LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball's going to say what he wants. He's been talking crazy for years. Now you can't. But like I said before, these suckers, I'm playing chess. Y'all playing checkers. The best way to get Lonzo out of L.A. is I said, you know what? I don't like New Orleans. I don't like New Orleans. Lonzo ain't going nowhere. He's the best in the world. L.A. Lakers ain't going to never let him go. First thing they do, exactly what I want to do, let him go. Because it's raggedy over there. Even the the writing is on the new shirt that he's going to wear. It said no L.A. on it. But really, this is going to be something that could work out. Because it's not about the market as much as it used to be in the NBA. Look, I understand it. Chicago, New York, Boston, L.A., those are the glamour franchises, the glamour cities. But really, we've seen today, especially with the international audience It's more about the stars. It's more about the name on the back of the jersey than the name on the front of the jersey for the most part. If you look at TV ratings last year, the Golden State Warriors, they had the highest rating of any team at 7.74. Then, of course, the Los Angeles Lakers, they had a 31% ratings increase last year with LeBron James coming to the Lakers. Guess who was the third most watched team in the NBA? Averaging a rating of 6.64 in local and national markets. It wasn't the Chicago Bulls. It wasn't the New York Knicks. It wasn't the Miami Heat. It wasn't the Washington Wizards. It was the Oklahoma City Thunder. It was the Oklahoma City Thunder. And that just goes to show you. They got the, I mean, the population of OKC is about 600,000. Okay? And, it has nothing to do with the fact that the whole state of Oklahoma, there's 3.9 million people in Oklahoma, okay? And that just goes to show you, it's not about the market as much as it used to be. If you get exciting talent, the, the, the way the landscape is with social media, and you bring in Zion Williamson, I'm telling you, you pair him with Lonzo Ball. And that, it's just a perfect scenario, and I'm telling you, wink, wink, Adam Silver, look, I'm not mad, I'm not mad, do you think that, I think, oh, the tinfoil hat, the NBA's rigged, I think the NBA and league should do what's best for their product, and look, I know it sounds a little extreme, and you're probably thinking, well, if it was rigged, you'd put Zion to the Knicks, you'd put Zion to to the Bulls. You'd put Zion to the Lakers. But look, one, that's even more obvious, one. And then two, you're only as strong as your weakest franchise, okay? And you have to understand that bigger franchises are always going to be able to lure in free agents, okay? The Pelicans, if they don't get Zion Williamson, they might never get a star, okay? If they don't get a high draft pick and get Talent via the draft, they're never gonna get that. Adam Silver is aware of that, and then also you understand that you bring on Lonzo Ball. And if I'm Zion Williamson, you got Zion and Zo double Z right there, and it's gonna be great for Zion. They call New Orleans the big easy. Lonzo Ball is gonna make things easy for Zion Williamson. And it's going to be really exciting. Look, I'm I'm going to be glued. I'm going to be league passing the Pelicans. They're going to be on my all league pass must watch team next year. I'm excited for the Pelicans. I'm excited that the Lakers. Lakers always get what they want. You can say what you want. The Lakers always get what they want, and it's just it's always about what how they're going to get that. I mean, despite having a dysfunctional franchise. Despite having inept leadership, they were able to get LeBron James, the best player in the game at the time, probably still is, one summer. They followed that up with an Anthony Davis trade, and it was all because of the purple and gold, the brand of the Lakers. If you want to thank anyone for the Anthony Davis trade, thank Magic Johnson. You got to thank Magic because I truly believe without Magic, they don't get LeBron, and that was the major domino there. Because you align the Lakers with Anthony Davis's agent Rich Paul, who then uh, positions himself to go here. Because I mean, Lakers—you can say what you want. Pre-Magic Johnson, they weren't even getting meetings with Carmel. They weren't even signing Dwight Howard or Lamarcus Aldridge. So you can't make that claim. And Magic Johnson, though, he changed the franchise and he made it cool to to consider the Lakers again. And he got that domino to fall. So. Give him the credit. Give the Palm Trees the credit. Give Magic Johnson's uh, history the credit. Kareem, the Laker franchise, as a whole credit. Because the Lakers, they get what they want. They're the spoiled, trust fund franchise that they get what they want. And it happened again in this case. And guess what, Laker haters? I got some bad news for you because I'm not ready to call my shot just yet. But I do truly believe the Lakers are gu- are guaranteed, they're guaranteed 100% to get either Kawhi Leonard or Jimmy Butler. I think I give Jimmy Butler 80% chance to go with the Lakers. Kawhi Leonard, I'm moving that up to about a 70% chance. Kyrie, I would say, is 50-50. Kemba Walker, I would say, is 50-50. Doesn't seem like a fit. But I'm telling you, Laker fans you say what you want you're going to get what you want and that's why you're a 3 to 1 favorite to win the NBA championship next year so it, the lakers the the pelicans it's just going to be great for the league Anthony Davis, you're coming to L.A. Zion Williamson. Pelicans, you should be excited about this. This is a great day for you because you get this done before the draft. You get all this out of the way before the major celebration that's going to be Zion Williamson. Don't forget what you're getting. And for whatever reason, Anthony Davis didn't have that gravitational force to push the Pelicans over the top, not only from a wins and losses standpoint, but from a a fan buzz standpoint that that's uh I have a friend in New Orleans uh, my I have a friend in New Orleans named Mike and he tells me that you can't even get you can get tickets in the first 3 rows for less than 100 bucks for less than 200 bucks and that's going to change because Zion Williamson. We're talking TNT. We're talking ESPN. The Big Easy is going to be electric, especially with Lonzo and Ingram. So I'm telling you, I can talk all day about how excited I am for the New Orleans Pelicans because the basketball history in that in that city. They needed something. You can't just throw anything out there. It's not enough to have an NBA team. You have to have a product and a style. And that is what is uh, what I think is best for the Pelicans, and then today, of course, you have the parade for the Toronto Raptors, and like we called it here, we said Toronto in seven. We're not going to take our victory lap. look, but we got it right. We had Toronto winning the NBA championship, and today, I was watching that closely. I was watching closely the body language of The claw of Kawhi Leonard. I wanted to see how he was reacting, and you see, look at these fans chanting right here. That doesn't feel like he's staying in Toronto. That feels like a guy who is ready to come to LA. And check out you had his you had his cousin. On Instagram live. I know this is reaching here, but you have his cousin saying he's going to join the Lakers. Check this out. Kawhi on the way. Before I start this, Kawhi on the way. Y'all want to know? Kawhi on the way. Yes. Yeah, we can do that. marathon, man. Just keeping it funky for y'all. Kawhi on the way. He's going to come join the Lakers, but really, I just think that it's down to the Clippers, the Lakers for Kawhi, and you've already won that championship for Toronto, and it was a beautiful situation, but don't kid yourself. Drake, yes, he represents Toronto. Drake has a mansion in Calabasas, $8 million mansion, probably worth more than that now that he bought for $8 million, but he did all kinds of work to it. He has caves, grottos. You think Drake is spending all of his time in Toronto, you're out of your mind. And there's a reason why Drake spends a lot of his time here on the West Coast. And I think that Kawhi is going to do the same. Like I said, I'm giving 70% Lakers. I'm not ready to call it right now. But you feel that momentum building. And really, if you're Kawhi Leonard, this is how you look at this. You have two finals MVPs. You have two championships. You can be the ultimate NBA championship nomad that wherever you go, you put that Midas touch. He can put that purple and gold Midas touch and get the Lakers over the top. And there's been a lot of talk about this load management thing, right? Kawhi Leonard missed 22 games because of load management. Now it's not just playing the games; it's how much of the load you're carrying in the game. And I think Kawhi Leonard, if you want to have a graceful, a graceful um, a career, you go to a squad like the Lakers, where you take some time off during games. You don't have to; it's not the end all be all. You don't have to lead your team and play over 700 playoff minutes just to get a championship. And then you set yourself up with Anthony Davis. So I really think he's coming. But lastly today, I hope Toronto, you're having the time of your life. Canada, about 2 million people are expected to go to the Toronto Raptors Championship Parade. And all I'm asking for is let me get a memorable moment. I don't know if it's Kawhi doing the Kawhi laugh. Whatever it is, I want a memorable moment. And I really hope it stacks up to some of my favorite championship parade moments in sports history. Here's some of my favorite championship parade moments ever first we'll start with the Real Madrid so Real Madrid after they beat Barcelona in the Copa del Rey final they celebrate with thousands of fans outside of their nation's capital but Sergio Ramos the defender he dropped the Copa del Rey trophy from the top of the bus and then the bus proceeded to run it over so that was uh that was a rough moment uh then I don't want to see uh, if you remember what happened to the Cavs parade. The Cavs parade, a Cavs fan proceeded to eat horse poop. So I'm hoping we don't see that today in Toronto. Then, of course, I want, you know, J.R. Smith, dude, took off his shirt. and was shirtless for like four straight days. That was rememberable. You got uh, Mark Madsen's awkward dancing. Mad Dog was killing it with his dancing. He spoke a little Espanol to the L.A. faithful. Thank you to the greatest That was a great moment. Jordan Bell, if you remember, he took some Hennessy from a fan and was just drinking from a fan. Gronkowski went wild. Uh, That was great. You got to like when Gronk went crazy. Then Chase Utley. How about when the Silver Fox Chase Utley Drop some explicitives at the uh, uh, at the parade. Dropping some f bombs. Chase Utley, and then Dirk Nowitzki singing "We Are the Champions." Tro- uh, Troy Palamala doing some crowd surfing. So whatever it is, I, my favorite, I think my favorite that I remember actually was was Shaquille O'Neal doing the Warriors movie quote: "The can you dig it? Can." We- Can you do that? that was probably one of my favorite championship moments, but uh, whatever it is, I hope it's something. But I want to thank you guys again for rocking with us here on the Get More Sports podcast. We're going to be back Wednesday. Make sure you tell your friends, subscribe wherever podcasts are found. You can find me on Twitter at dmac_la. Have a great West, rest of your week, and I'm out.